Hello, friends and listeners. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Uh, welcome to, to Villaintober. Um, we're, we're three episodes deep now. It's, it's really, it's going. I hope everyone is having a great spooky month. I know I am. Uh, like I told Olivia before we started recording, um, my shadow is flickering. Which is a fun, cool thing to be happening and definitely not distracting out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> uh, Briar is actively being haunted during this episode. So that's a fun, uh, a fun bonus that you get, that you get to hear and experience. So this week, Capes and Japes, Villaintober, um, we are still talking about DC villains. Um, and we're going to talk about a guy. <laughs> we're going to talk about a guy, first of all. Um, a guy who, um, I believe was suggested a while ago by patron of the show, Pov. And that's, uh, Brainiac. Enemy of Superman. <laughs> Brainiac Brainiac. I, I do have a list of all the things that people have suggested and who they were suggested by. So, <laughs> I hope you are correct, but I am double-checking. Uh, okay. It is indeed Pav. Thank you. Correct. I'm like, it's either Pav or Sam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, got, I had a 50-50 shot, even if I just guessed. Um, Brainiac is an enemy of Superman. One of, one of Superman's more prominent villains uh maybe maybe is his second biggest enemy after lex depending on how you categorize it uh i don't know mr mcspitlet is pretty far up there that's true so well known cannot, cannot forget about that guy let's we 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 are gonna probably have to do a mr mcspitlet episode at some point and everyone will have to listen to me say mr mcspitlet so many times. I, I feel like eventually we'll just start saying, you know, that guy. You know the guy. Um, I do always... Sorry, we're not even talking about Brainiac <laughs> yet. But I do think a lot about the bit from Holy Musical Batman. Um, where Superman and Green Lantern are complaining about how Batman's villains are more famous. And Superman's like, I mean, you ever heard of Mr. Mitzfitlick? And Green Lantern's like, no. And Superman's like, yeah. Because I do my fucking job. <laughs> yeah. It's um, a good joke. It's a good bit. It's a good musical. It is a good musical. Um, I should watch that again sometime. Maybe we could maybe we could have a little a little watch party. Maybe. Um anyways. So Brainiac is introduced uh in nineteen fifty eight uh in action comics. Uh, in which his first act and probably one of his most famous evil actions um, is uh, bottling the, the city of, of Kandor. Uh, this was a, um, a recurring thing in Superman comics for a long time after uh, Brainiac did this, and then it was... Not a thing for a while, and then they brought it back again. Um, the existence of Kandor, the capital city of Krypton, that this guy Brainiac had shrunken down and put in a bottle. <laughs> um, which Superman then recovered. Um, and, you know, led to a lot of various uh, adventures where he would, you know, have to rescue the bottled city from something, or he would shrink down and go into the bottled city, including one time when he went in there with Jimmy Olsen, and they took on the identities of the Kryptonian superheroes, Nightwing and Flamebird, and then he told Dick Grayson this story, and Dick Grayson was like, that's a great name. <laughs> I'm taking it. But Brainiac is the one who did this. Um... 
this was based on a uh, storyline that had happened earlier uh, that year in the Superman comic strip, like the newspaper comic strip, um, which had a different name for the villain and a different name for the city, um, but was the same concept because a lot of the things they would sort of like test run in the comic strip and then if they were like well received they would like rewrite them for uh action comics i mean hey also reduce reuse recycle it works for story plots too exactly you you gotta you know (laughs) you have to conserve ideas they're apparently a limited resource exactly you know you don't want to waste these things um this is also, I believe, the um, first instance of the term brainiac, where they uh, combined the words brain and maniac to get a fun portmanteau for a very, very smart, evil guy. <laughs> um, and then it later became kind of a varyingly derogatory term for someone who's very smart i've mostly i feel like i've mostly heard it used mockingly but i don't know if it's like inherently an insult um but they weren't they weren't naming brainiac that to call him a nerd they (laughs) apparently invented this um so every time somebody's like okay brainiac they're actually referencing this guy yeah, they are actually specifically talking about Brainiac from Superman. Wild. <laughs> yeah, they are, are calling you a super smart alien megalomaniac who shrinks down cities for fun. Um, so when uh, Brainiac is introduced, again, he's primarily there to uh, bring in this, this storyline of the bottled city of Candor. Um, he apparently has uh, been flying around, shrinking down various cities in order to, like, steal them and, like, obtain their knowledge. Um, there's, like, some some other, like, I think in the, like, 2000s retcon, it's, like, he shrinks down cities and steals them and then destroys the planet, um, so that, like, the city's, like, knowledge and, like, culture become more valuable because it's the only thing left. Um, so it's implied but not stated outright that he was the one who destroyed Krypton, but I think in his first appearances, he's not doing that. He's just taking cities to have them. I mean, everybody's got to have a hobby. It's so, it's so important. Um, he's a big green man. He's got these uh, kind of nodes all over his, uh, his, his bald head. Also, when he's first introduced, he has a pet monkey. <laughs> Named Coco. I love that. Why, yeah, which is just, why did they get rid of that? Why'd they get rid of the monkey? That's a great question. Um, he also is established. So his main thing, at least when he's first introduced, is that he's incredibly smart. Um, he has this, you know, this shrink ray and these like force field devices that he invented himself. But his main thing is being super smart. It's said that he has a 12th level intellect, which you you might think is just like, oh, there's like a, a ranking system of how smart things are that goes from whatever, 1 to 12. No, it's <laughs> apparently by this metric that they made up. Um... The entire population of Earth, collectively, is a sixth-level intellect. 
So <laughs> Brainiac has the thinking power of two populations of the whole planet thinking simultaneously. Okay. <laughs> Which I... D- it's comics. I don't think they really considered any of the logistics of that or what that would mean or what it would look like because it sort of just seems like they're like, he's as smart as 14 billion people combined. And we're like, so he invents a shrink, right? <laughs> um, he also, he, um, he teams up with Lex a lot, which is honestly just sort of cute. As, like, uh, you know, Superman's, like, two of Superman's biggest enemies. And there's, like, one point where he describes, like, Lex as, like, the only person he could, like, respect as an intellectual equal. And it's, like, Lex is one guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's one, like, very smart guy. But also Lex has been outsmarted by, like, Batman. (laughs) And, like, he's on earth like he would be included in that level six yeah exactly intelligence so if lex luther is pulling the entire planet he is at least half as smart as brainiac which is not an equal (laughs) no it's not And we know that Lex Luthor isn't pulling the rest of the Earth because you have very smart people there that are not Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of them. God. Um, but that, that's, uh, Brainiac's sort of main thing is how, um, smart he is. He does a lot of, uh, scheming behind the scenes. He invents a new kind of kryptonite called red-green kryptonite, which is a combination of red and green kryptonite. And rather than causing the effects of both red and green kryptonite, it causes Superman to mutate a third eye on the back of his head. And <laughs> I have to hold on. And this I is to, useful. Screen, how I screencapped this sentence because I had to read it. Brainiac's next present-day appearance was in Action Comics 275, which showed the villain planning to defeat Superman by exposing him to red-green kryptonite, which he had created, giving Superman the third eye on the back of his head, forcing him to wear various hats to hide it. Was his plan to make Superman wear hats? (laughs) I don't see how that defeats Superman. I don't, I don't see what the, maybe, again, maybe he's just thinking on a level that we can't comprehend with our puny little intellects, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why. I mean, clearly it didn't work. (laughs) Superman's still Um, around. (laughs) He wasn't defeated. Clearly. Um, maybe it's the long game and like somewhere down the road, this is going to come back up and Brainiac will be like, ha ha. Hmm. You thought I was unsuccessful. I was simply biding my time. <laughs> um, God, the the real long con. Making Superman wear those hats that one time. Um, in 1961, they introduce uh, Brainiac 5, who is initially established as a descendant of Brainiac, who uh, is good instead of evil, and... Um, joins the uh the legion of superheroes and you can tell that he's good and not evil because brainiac is bald and with little things all over his head but brainiac five has blonde hair (laughs) so he's a cool teen that you can trust i i don't see how this makes him trustworthy i'm sorry no look at him look at the, the the cool stylish blonde hair don't you want to let him on your superhero team? Um, this is also, this is the first of many things that drives me, um, bonkers about Brainiac, which is, um, so the thing of the Brainiac 5, the name would imply that he's like some sort of like clone of Brainiac, but then you find out that he's like a descendant of him and you're like, okay, I guess that's fine. But then, <laughs> They introduce 
other brainiacs with other numbers, and some of them are descendants of Brainiac, and then some of them are just Brainiac, like, from the future, or, like, alternate versions of Brainiac. So it's like, there's Brainiac. Brainiac 2 is a guy who was pretending to be Brainiac's son. Brainiac 5 is a descendant of the guy who was pretending to be Brainiac's son. Brainiac 6 is Brainiac again. Brainiac 8 is a girl who's descended from that version of Brainiac. Brainiac 13 is Brainiac again. I don't like that. It's, it's, it's baffling. It's baffling. Um, they, um, they establish this, um, backstory for Brainiac where he comes from a planet that was decimated by a plague. And the reason that he's going around and bottling up all these cities is he's going to bring them back to his home planet and, like, establish them there and repopulate the planet and then also rule it. (laughs) Well, of course. Of course. Like, obviously, he's got to. Um, And then they retcon this to make him a uh, robot instead, um, where he was a... um, He's a robot created by, um, this alien robot race called the Computer Tyrants. Okay. Um, yeah, who created him to, like, go, you know, gather information on, like, other worlds for them. Um, which is, this is after they've introduced the fact that he has a descendant. So in order to make sense of that... They introduce the concept of, they're like, okay, so he, um, the computer tyrants gave him a boy who would pretend to be his son so that he would look like a normal guy and not a robot. And his son was named Brainiac 2. And then his son, um, grew up and rebelled against him in order to free this planet. And then his son, eventually was the ancestor of Brainiac 5. Which, if you don't like Brainiac, why are you naming your children Brainiacs 2 through 5? Brainiacs 3 through 5? I I mean, it's comics. That's the only thing I can... It is comics, God. It's the only reason I can think of. It, it It is so... It is so comics um so they stick with this backstory for a while through like um the 60s and 70s and then going into crisis they have this thing with the computer tyrants and this planet called kolu that uh brainiac and all the other brainiacs are from and, uh, now that they've made him a robot, they get to do that thing that you can do in comics when you have characters who are robots, which is if they die, you just fix them. <laughs> um, or, you know, you put their robot brain in a different robot body. Of course. Yeah, obviously. Ch- child's play. Everyone knows this. Um, so he, uh, continues to, you know, go around causing problems for Superman. He teams up with Lex a few times. Lex, at one point, somehow finds out that the computer tyrants um, actually gave Brainiac a a 10th level intellect instead of a 12th level intellect so that Brainiac couldn't outsmart them. But then Lex, like, overrides this, like, inhibitor chip or whatever um, and gives Brainiac a 12th level intellect and then Brainiac is like, right on. I am gonna erase your memories of me being a robot, but you and I are bros now. (laughs) Um, he, uh, in the 80s, um, they, uh, give him a major, uh, redesign Um, drawn by Ed Hannigan, where he is, like, um, he gets trapped in the core of a planet during a fight with Superman, and then has, like, a near-death experience where he sees Robot God, the master programmer, 
and uh, comes back more determined to kill Superman than ever, and uh, gets this new, much more robotic kind of like Terminator-y looking body um, with like, just like metal all over, kind of this like spooky skull face and like a big like brain like epcot dome looking like brain case um and uh he also gets a uh has a spaceship that also looks like a skull because <laughs> he's cool he's cool edgy 80s brainiac now um gotta have skulls somewhere you gotta freaking you gotta put skulls on it um and that's um that's the look until Crisis on Infinite Earths, at which point Brainiac, along with many, many other characters, gets um, completely rewritten. And they're like, okay, now in this one, in this one, he was a scientist. He was a guy. He was a scientist on Kolu named Vril Dox, which is the name, which is Brainiac 2's real name, so they stole it. <laughs> stole his son's name um he was a scientist he tried to overthrow the computer tyrants he was sentenced to death but before he died he managed to project his consciousness out into space and somehow send it to earth um and possessed a man named milton moses fine who was like a like a circus psychic like a like a sideshow like magic trick like fake psychic um who went by Brainiac except for then when Brainiac possessed him he found out that he was a real psychic hey i mean <gasps> you might as well you might as well continue to make money off of this yeah this um this is I do I don't I don't know what the thought process was that went from alien robot to possessed circus psychic. I'm just I'm very curious about what I'm not saying one of these is better than the other. I'm just extremely curious about what happened here. Um but uh he so he possesses this man, um, and uses his own, you know, intelligence and alien knowledge to boost, um, these inherent psychic powers and use them to fight Superman. I don't know why this version of him wants to fight Superman. Um, presumably he tried to do a crime and Superman stopped him and then he was like, all right, well... <laughs> We're enemies now. <laughs> but um he over um over time he um manages to make like genetically engineer a new body that's like green like his old body and uh build himself like a new ship and all of that. Um so he Moves himself into this new body, but he still keeps this man's psychic powers. Rude. I know. Like, those weren't yours. Um, he, uh, fights Superman. He ends up, um, he fights the new gods at one point and is like, he goes catatonic during the fight and the new gods take him back to new genesis and then obviously he comes back to life and fights uh fights superman some more um he uh so it's okay so at some point he ends up um he he can't he can't use his genetically engineered body anymore and he has to transfer it into a robot body and then he names the, the robot body Brainiac 2.5. And then a future version of Brainiac shows up called Brainiac 13, which 
if it's if he can still just be Brainiac. Yeah, I don't... If it's you from the future, you can still just be Brainiac. Like, I guess, like, he, you can follow iPhone conventions if you want. <laughs> but you... Like, every time he improves, he just adds a number. Except then also he has to check how many of his descendants have named themselves Brainiac plus a number and make sure... He, they're not even his descendants. They're descended from a guy who is not related to him. <laughs> and doesn't like him. Um, God, okay. Um, he, so Brainiac 13 and Brainiac 2.5 fuse into one Brainiac. The, Brainiac 13 takes over Brainiac 2.5's robot body and Brainiac 2.5 goes into Lex Luthor's sister's body. <laughs> One. I hate I did guys. not know that Lex Luthor was not an only child. Um yes, Lex Luthor has a sister named Lena. Um of course. Famous for yeah, no, you gotta. Um famous for being very homoerotic on uh CW Supergirl. Um Now see who... I assumed I assumed that CW did make her up. Oh, nope, nope. This one this one's <laughs> this one's on comics. Um Okay. Lena was I think the thing was that she when Lex started being super evil, his his parents changed their names. And told Lena she didn't have a brother. <laughs> so she didn't know about Lex for a long time. This at actually, in, this does track. Yeah, no. Um, at least in, in some versions of continuity. I'm, I'm, I know it's it's different a lot. Um, but she does get possessed by Brainiac at one point. Uh, Brainiac 13 gets destroyed. But it's fine, because there's a bunch more of them. <laughs> he, this guy keeps showing up, and also he's a robot. <laughs> um, They, at at some point... I'm assuming Lena gets unbrainiacked at some point. Yeah, yeah, at some okay, point Lena okay. gets unbrainiacked. And also, um, at some point they establish that actually um, a bunch of the stuff from before Crisis did still happen. Before Brainiac came and possessed this poor psychic man. And um, in the mid-2000s, after Infinite Crisis, they decide to re-reboot this again. Um, where uh, Superman fights Brainiac. And he's like, boy, I'm, I'm getting... I'm getting so dang tired of fighting um this guy Brainiac. And then he and Kara managed to figure out that actually every version of Brainiac that Clark has ever fought was I like some sort of like robot duplicate or drone or like otherwise not the real Brainiac. And Clark has never encountered the actual Brainiac. That does sound very annoying. Yes. Um, I, listen, if I was Superman, I would be pissed off. You know, I've been, I've been spending a lot of effort fighting this guy and stopping him from doing his, his crimes and plans and plots and schemes, and he does not even show me the respect to show his actual face. Yeah. Which looks exactly like the faces of all the robot duplicates he sent, but still. Yeah, like, there's a difference between, like, a Doombot and Doctor Doom. Like, come on. Yes. Could you imagine if Doctor Doom, every time he sent a Doombot, he was like, no, no, that's actually me. You have defeated the actual Doctor Doom. Haha, ha, I'm back. <laughs> You've never actually fought the real Doctor Doom. I mean, it makes more sense in space than it does yeah. just, like, having a king of a small nation, like, sending yeah. ro robots after his college rival. 
There's like, there's, there's only so many places the real Doctor Doom could conceivably be hiding. Yeah. But space. Space is big. Yeah. Um, this is also, I think, after Crisis, they, um, got rid of Candor, and I think this is where they reintroduce it. Um, so obviously, in this story, um... Superman goes to track down the actual Brainiac. <laughs> and he um he is back is back to his old city city shrinking and stealing ways. But this is this is a version where it's like and then he destroys the planet after. Oh. Um he um shrinks Metropolis and then tries to destroy Earth, but Superman stops him he tries to kidnap Kara and Clark and like do experiments on them but they escape and then he gets he gets mad and he fires a missile at the Kent farm and Jonathan Kent dies but not from the missile because the missile destroys the farm and he gets so upset about seeing it that he has a heart attack um it feels contrived, but okay. It's, like, I don't, like, if you want Brainiac to be responsible for the death of Clark's dad, I don't, you don't have to put the extra step in. Maybe they just thought it would be too upsetting or to see Jonathan Kent get exploded. Or not upsetting hmm. enough. You have to have, like... Maybe there's a scene where Superman finds his dad and they get to have, like, one last conversation. You can't do that with oh, a missile. that's a good point. Now, now, we're, now we're cooking with gas. Mm-hmm. You gotta have that sad, uh, like, but what am I gonna do? Yeah. Um, and it's like, you gotta just keep on, Clark. Go do exactly what you are still doing. This is not <laughs> your fault. Clark, <laughs> this is some Remember evil that. evil guy in the sky who has destroyed our <laughs> who has destroyed our home. <laughs> <laughs> God dang him! And now it's my time to go because I have nowhere to live. So <laughs> might as well <laughs> take care of your mother. Might as Clark. well go, go to that big farm in the sky. <laughs> I'm moving on up. <laughs> um, every time it rains, that's just me watering my crops. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. Um, <laughs> he. Uh, shortly after this, there's this. Um, uh, a bunch of. So I think they. Um. They unshrink Candor, and now all of the Kryptonians are just, like, living on Earth, and they go to establish a planet called New Krypton, and then Zod tries to kill Brainiac, and then Superman tries to stop Zod from killing Brainiac because he doesn't want people to kill each other, and then Z Zod tries to kill Superman, and you know, you know how <laughs> these things go. Superman's like, everybody just cut it out with the killing. Can we... Please, for a minute. Also, um, Brainiac seemingly kills Lex, and then it turns out that it was just a robot duplicate of Lex. What so, is up with everybody yeah. having robot duplicates? <laughs> Lex saw his good pal Brainiac um, doing, doing this fun trick, and he's like, that's actually a great idea. Gotta get me one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brainiac 5 ends up, at the end of this, ends up taking Brainiac back to their home planet, where Brainiac 2 arrests him. But then Brainiac 3, <laughs> who's just been invented, goes like, actually, I'm on Brainiac's side. <laughs> and helps him escape. <laughs> um... This is too many Brainiacs. <laughs> There's too freaking many of them. Um, his New 52 backstory is, like, 
somewhat he's like a scientist on Kolu um and he develops this artificial intelligence called Computo um who named this AI it's it's <laughs> somebody from the 1930s world fair yeah apparently um it's like uh all like it, it's it's spelled out like it's an initialism, so I can only imagine what terrible thing it stands for. Hold on, I need to get my charger. Okay. I really thought I really thought I had enough juice in this, but I guess not. While you do that, I'm looking up computer to see if I can see what it is. Okay. Sorry, I lost my headphones for a second in that ordeal, but we're all good now. It's okay. I found what computo stands for. Oh, great! Is it dumb? Cyber-cerebral overlapping multiprocessor transceiver operator. It is bad. There's no U in there. There's also- (laughs) I was thinking- I was thinking- I was like, where's the- what? I guess- Compto. Okay, cyber-cerebral, apparently one- one letter. Overlapping, also a letter. Fine. Multiprocessor. Two letters. (laughs) <laughs> There's no U. Transceiver operator. Two letters. <laughs> what is the U? You know, Wikipedia. Brainiac, for the the smartest, the the smartest dang alien who ever existed, I would think you could come up with something better. <laughs> oh, okay. They might have just forgotten a word up there because down here it says uh, cyber cerebral overlapping multiprocessor universal transceiver operator. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Terrible. They, it, yeah, it's bad. It's still bad. Um, they do. Um, they do this weird thing with Brainiac in New Fifty Two where he like distributes his like consciousness across like a whole like army of robots that are collectively referred to as the collector of worlds the future socialists want yeah (laughs) honestly um redistribute your consciousness (laughs) (laughs) um and then it's like the the collector of worlds is like actually like it's computo and also it's brainiac and then it came to earth and became the internet it's ju- it's silly so you're telling me that in dc uh-huh. comics the internet is an alien in the new 52 specifically <laughs> okay <laughs> um that I can I can see why a lot of people reading New 52 were like this is bad actually. <laughs> I don't like this. Um <laughs> Brainiac is the main antagonist of Convergence um which is the event that sort of like bridged between the new 52 and rebirth um where brainiac takes a bunch of different like characters and like places from like different points across like pre-existing dc continuity and puts them all in little bottles um they're in domes but they also do like a weird thing with this where um they're like Actually, actually, Superman, you still have not encountered the real Brainiac, because the real Brainiac is basically, at this point, a god. Um, Brainiac has just been spending all of DC Comics continuity getting more and more powerful. Yeah. Um, this- Pretty much what it is. What they do, they like establish this thing where it's like, oh, he like, there was a pre-flashpoint brainiac who um traveled into the source wall and absorbed like the energy of all the various 
crises, um, and then just, like, gained unfettered access to the multiverse and collected a bunch of cities and put them in domes. This just seems like he's been playing an MMORPG and just has been, like, off in some uncharted wilderness doing low-level quests. And nobody's paying attention, and then he gets to, like, the main quest, and people are like, the fuck? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) What the fuck is this guy doing? Um, he, at the end of Convergence, he gets returned to being regular Brainiac, and then in the post-Death Metal Justice League, I think, or... I th- I think I think it's after death metal, but I I can't I can't remember the medals and the order they happened. I'm sorry, <laughs> Scott. It's just so much metal, Scott. It's it's a lot of metal. But um, Brainiac shows up to the Justice League and goes, "Okay, there's something really big coming, and you guys need to team up with a bunch of supervillains in order to defeat it." And then they split off into all of these, like, different little squads of, like, superheroes and supervillains working together. And they all get, like, little, like, Brainiac-themed costumes. Um, and honestly, I just find it very cute. Like, I... Obviously, there's something about, like, Brainiac is smart enough to know when to choose his battles and when to team up with his enemies. But also... Why are you telling them this? <laughs> I'm sure Scott tells us, but <laughs> yeah. If Brainiac showed up and was like, "Hey, we all need to work together. There's something big." I'd be sitting there like, "Damn. If there's something that Brainiac is afraid of, <laughs> I I just I just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, maybe I might just I maybe just Maybe we should just leave. Maybe we should all just go to the big farm in the sky. Say hi to Jonathan Kent for a minute. <laughs> Just hang out with him. Yeah. Then Brainiac's um, like, no, it's coming for Christian Heaven, too. And everybody's like, oh, no. Oh, no, not Christian Heaven. That's too big. It's too yeah. big. Christian Heaven, which canonically exists in this universe, along with God. Does it actually? And the devil. I know that, like... God and the devil are very nebul like <laughs> comics are like this is the devil it's not actually the devil this is the actual devil it's not the actual devil Christian <laughs> god definitely exists in DC comics they and they don't they don't refer to him as such so i guess it's just christian god is heavily 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 implied to exist <laughs> um and is the, cause the specter is like an emissary of Christian God. I always forget that he's an emissary of of the Christian God, <laughs> of God from the Bible. <laughs> I um yeah just some, sometimes um, you're just a ghost. <laughs> sometimes and, you're just a ghost sent by God to possess a cop. <laughs> You know, you know, normal normal things happening in the Bible. To possess three unrelated cops, all named Jim Corrigan. You know, I have read some of the Bible before, and this tracks. Yeah, yeah. You know, I went to Catholic elementary school, and this is what they told us about the Bible. I went to Methodist church. Every Sunday oh. until I was old enough to be all like, mm, I'm good, actually. I, ooh, I played a game during children's moments before Sunday school that I like to call Stump the Pastor, where I would try to ask questions that he couldn't answer. And then we got a new pastor, and he was not game, and my mom was like, you are no longer going to children's moments. <laughs> Holy shit. 
Which meant that Holy I had, which meant that I had to sit through the because I couldn't go to Sunday school either. I had to sit through the entirety of church, and I'm like, but this is all the boring stuff. I'm here for the singing, and when I can go play on the playground. God, you're so valid. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't think church is for me. It's boring. I'll just go when my grandparents are here. <laughs> Turns out, church is not fun anymore. Oh, anyway, right. I'm sorry. I got us off track. No. That's okay. Bra Brainiac, uh, we were... Brainiac came and told us that there's a big problem happening and that he needs everybody's help. Yeah, he did. We, we're almost done with the story of Brainiac anyways. Um, at the, towards the end of this story... Amanda Waller uses a bunch of psychics to try and get the information from Brainiac's mind about what's going to happen and seemingly kills him in the process. But then uh, Lex Luthor uh, and Professor Ivo rebuild him so that he can be on Lex's uh, Legion of Doom and also so he can get revenge on Amanda Waller, which... You know, get in line, buddy. Yeah, she has many enemies, and nobody's she... managed to take her down yet. God. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's still, he's still kicking. Um, and who knows if he... we've ever actually met the real Brainiac. Who can say? <laughs> um, he's shown up on, um, he was apparently on... Smallville, played by James Marsters from Buffy, um, because Smallville is in that era and budget of genre TV, um, much like Supernatural, where they don't have the resources to, you know, make very many, like, monstrous or alien-looking people to be recurring characters, so whenever they have someone, it just, they're just a guy. Brainiac's just a guy. Doomsday's just a guy. You know, like, on Supernatural, they meet a dragon, and the dragon is a guy. Yeah. You meet Death, um, and Death is a guy. Death's a guy. He just looks like a, a, like a guy, like a spooky guy. Um, you just see a guy's but, face, and you're like, ooh, Death. No. And like, hey, can, a, you, a, can you, can you play uh, Death, please? Yeah, listen, we but, need we need a guy. But me, I'm just a guy. Yeah, that's all we have money for. <laughs> that's all we can afford. Trust me, if we could get Doug Jones in here with like some sort of monster makeup on, we would. But right now we can just afford a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Jones is the correct actor, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I doubted myself for a second, but you were right and I am right. <laughs> I also doubted myself as soon I'm like, I say names all the time that end up incorrect. <laughs> Hugely relatable. But uh that's uh that's Brainiac. Boy, he's there's some weird we're <laughs> we're talking about a lot of weird villains who have been through just a lot of weird <laughs> changes to their whole deal. <laughs> I guess that's the theme. That's the true um, theme. Yeah. Anyways, did you have any uh, any comics to talk about? So remember last week when I was like, I'm gonna read Fangs? Uh-huh. I did. Whoa! Plot they twist. did it, folks. I read a comic. Um, I read Fangs by Sarah Anderson. It's like a little slice-of-life vignette book about a vampire and a werewolf who fall in love. It's very funny. <laughs> Um, I also got the, uh, I got Hello There, a Rodney R. Rodney zine, uh, and Rodney R. Rodney is a webcomic by, uh, Violaine Briat, which is, it's technically a horror comic, but I see this man, and because I have gotten used to him, I'm like, that's a friend. <laughs> He That's is a spooky buddy. man, but I'm like, no, he's a friend. Look at his hundreds of rabbits that live in his house. Uh, but it's 
it's it's spooky month, so I'm trying to read, you know, thematic things like Hell things yeah. and Rodney R. Rodney. Ugh. Good. It's good. good. Did you read anything? Um, I did not read any comics, but um last week was a pretty big week. Yeah. As it turned out, in a truly I mean it was great. But a truly maddening turn of events, I had a friend visiting, and I asked Briar if we could record uh, a day early, because uh, Monday was my friend's last day here, and we were going to be doing stuff, and they said sure, Um, and then Monday morning, (laughs) on our, what should have been our recording day, as I was making pancakes for my beloved friend, I looked at my phone to find that John Kent was bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, he gets to date a boy John Kent like truly like truly out we keep of winning with a steel chair we keep winning <laughs> people ask me how it feels to lose and I guess we'll never know <laughs> like one of these days there's gonna be truly terrible comics news and we'll be like ah the other side of the coin. It's already flipped. It's all. It's, it's flipped. It's we, flipped we, for we us. We were winning for so long, and now, now this is our loss. Yeah. yeah. Balance has yet. been restored. But not yet. Tim by. Not yet. John by. I Tim made a TikTok about it, and it has over it's thirty thousand views. Good deserved. <laughs> I'm freaking um, out a little bit about that. Everybody go watch Briar's TikTok if you haven't. Um, it rules. But it's just like so like I didn't expect Tim Bai for sure. But when Tim Bai happened, I was like, wow, they're finally acknowledging like all these many years of like queer interpretations of Tim. Yeah. John Bai just fucking just fucking knocked me flat. Just <laughs> knocked me out. So soon on the heels of Tim Bai. John Bai also. John Bai as well. Um, And John as well. Which Um, I get that that means that I did read other comics because I caught up on. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I forgot. It's been so long. I caught up on. Superman, son of Kal-El, so I did get to meet the boy that he's gonna get to kiss in issue 5, which comes out next month, and he's good. I like him. He got really flustered meeting Lois Lane, which honestly, fair. Wouldn't <laughs> like, we all? I'm like, this This kid, this kid is good. This kid, I like this kid. Um, yeah, this I kid also can stay. read 6 out of 7, because I can't remember when number seven comes out of uh challenge of the super sons and that's also very fun it's just i just love them (laughs) it's just it's it's a story in the past of current continuity but it's it's just john and damien got zapped into the past and then got zapped into the future with after having some problems with Vandal Savage and, um... (laughs) We've all had some problems with Vandal Savage. Yeah. Some other villain who does magic and is immortal. I can't remember. (laughs) There's so fucking many of these guys. But they were working together, and then, um... John and Damien have to run around... And save the Justice League without them without the members knowing that they're saving them. <laughs> Cause Van like these villains put like a curse in place <laughs> so that Oh my like they could just win. So it's like, ah yes, something will kill Wonder Woman and John and Damien have to find Wonder Woman before she dies. Make sure she doesn't know what's happening. And then, <laughs> like, defeat whatever was gonna kill her. Uh, I think my favorite one 
so far was the Aquaman one. Because <laughs> it's basically told as, like, Aquaman very confused telling the paramedics what happened. Good. Yeah. Um, so those are other comics that I read. I am excited to yeah. finish Challenge of the Super Sons uh, whenever I pick that up. I am very excited to see John go on a date. <laughs> Maybe. I'm so happy for him. Oh, I don't know if he's going to get to go on a date or if it's just a smooch, but like, either way, good for him. Good for him. Um, this happened uh, later that same week. Tom Taylor also announced that Nightwing, uh, Nightwing's costume would be getting finger stripes back, um, which I think is exactly equal in importance <laughs> <laughs> to John Kent by. Um, finger stripes back. There's a, a John and Damien special coming out early next year. And then... Fandome was this weekend, and there were a bunch of, uh, there was a new trailer for the Batman, um, that does look kind of cool. I don't like the edgy Riddler look. I have like, not I, seen the trailer yet, because honestly, trailers for me are just so much visual information all at once. I'm like, I'll, I'll, that's pass. Fair. I'll, I'll wait. Fine. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm excited for a Batman movie with the Riddler as the main villain. And, like, I don't... Like, obviously I wasn't expecting them to do, like, green sequin question mark jacket. But, like, something between green sequin question mark jacket and just, like, edgy saw Riddler, maybe. But Zoe Kravitz looks great. Very excited about Robert Pattinson. I'm still, I'm still pretty excited about it. Um... A bunch of, like, teasers for other stuff that didn't really show anything, like Black Adam teaser, Peacekeeper teaser, um, and also announced that they would be doing a, a CGI Super Sons movie. Which is wild. Next year. <laughs> which is, like, holy shit! Like, so there's, um, pretty, it, um... The hits keep coming. The hits keep coming, and they don't stop coming. So, big, big old week for Capes and Japes. We're all very happy. <laughs> um, God. Um, yeah, there's, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure there was other, like, there was other more important stuff announced, but that's, th this is the stuff that's most relevant to us. Um, and you're listening to our podcast. So, um, if you want to see stuff that's relevant to us, Listen to our podcast, but also uh, follow us on the internet. Um, we have Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find all those just at Capes and Japes. Uh, we have an email address. It's capesandjapes at gmail.com. If you have any questions or anything you want to send us there. Um, we have a Discord server where you can bet all of this news was uh, discussed and rejoiced upon excessively um so uh you should hang out there and come get excited about all this stuff with us um we have a patreon if you want to support us on there as mentioned patron of the show pov said we should talk about brainiac and now we are so you could do that too whoa um if you can't support us on patreon um, but you still want to help the show, leaving a rating and review is a very good way to do that. Uh, telling a friend about the show, if you think they would be interested, if they want to hear about this space robot alien genius man. Um, and, uh, just, just coming back and joining us. So as you have done today, once again, so thank you for being with us for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, what if the real Brainiac was just like a hamster running through a bunch of tubes in a spaceship? <laughs> what if the real Brainiac was the friends we made along the way? <laughs> <laughs>